Hex, Gala Games, Shiba Inu, and Quant are absolute trash crypto investments that are going to zero. I could be wrong about that though, which is why Joe Paris is going to debate me on each of these cryptos. Plus, we'll talk about Zen. I've seen in nine years in crypto that it's really important for me to research the good, bad, and the ugly of any crypto I want to buy and especially to be aware of what sucks about the cryptos I'm already holding to help me make better decisions as an investor. Obviously, this is educational material for you to do your own research and we both hope this is very helpful for you. If you enjoyed this video, we trust you'll drop a like. Here's Joe Paris to get us started with the first crypto. One of your absolute favorites. I know you love this one. Tell us the maybe not so goods or why you think Shiba Inu it's on its way down to potentially zero. Joe, I'm really excited to do this video with you because I think Shiba Inu is, it's had its day. Shiba Inu hit its high peak. I think that it was completely an orchestrated pump. The story you see about the person who bought a tiny bit of Shiba and could have been a millionaire, I think that was completely staged. The people who intentionally worked together to pump it took one wallet pumped it, and then showed that wallet off. I don't think hardly anybody actually made real money off of Shiba except the people who coordinated to pump it and got it on exchanges. Almost everybody who's actually bought Shiba has lost money on it, as I've lost multiple times. And these meme coins have no real use. It's an ERC-20 token. The Layer 2's been a disaster to me. There's new meme coins coming up all the time, which means more competition for meme coins. To me, Shiba is just in the long term, it's easily just going to go straight down and go to zero. Maybe a little pump here and there, but there's no way it can keep capturing attention and holding it over time. Joe, tell us, why do you think I'm wrong about Shiba Inu going to zero? Well, Jerry, you certainly make some very valid points, but here is why I'm actually a believer in Shiba Inu and why I think it could potentially go back to all-time highs and beyond, and I'm not just saying that to be hopeful. I'm actually going to give some statistics here and also some evidence of why I actually believe that. First and foremost, on their official Twitter, they are one of the biggest, largest communities in cryptocurrency. 3.7 million followers. Community is everything in cryptocurrency. It's not necessarily the tokenomics. It's not necessarily what is actually happening a lot of the times behind the scenes. Because like you alluded to, a lot of the time, there's not a whole lot going on. What is going on, though, is that right now, the time of this recording, the price is down massively. And while we see the circulating supply and total supply is approximately 40 to 50% off, you have to remember that half of that supply was burned by Vitalik. So there's not as much supply as people actually believe. Now, if I will be completely honest about this, the market cap is at 5 billion. So that is definitely higher than a lot of other cryptocurrency coins. However, could this go another 10x new all-time highs potentially and go back to where it was? and get to a $50 billion or $100 billion market cap, I believe it potentially could. And here's the thing, it's all psychological when it comes down to investing in cryptocurrency. As we just saw with Pepe coin and a lot of these other meme coins taking off like crazy, it's irrational. People just want to speculate and they feel more comfortable even, especially the retail masses who have never heard of things before, they like to speculate on things that they are familiar with. 
Well, what are they familiar with more than a dog? And they've heard Shiba Inu now, Jerry. What? Who has not heard Shiba Inu? They feel more comfortable. They like it. They know it. They trust it. It's been around. It's on Coinbase. They have access to it. See, that to me is what you need in order to go viral and get mainstream adoption. And we saw that happen with Shiba. Now, will we see the Shiba numbers that we saw when it was all the way back down in 2020 where it was you know, trending at crazy, crazy lows and the volume was super low? I don't think we're ever going to see that crazy run up again. You're going to need to find another meme coin for that. But is Shiba dead? Is it going to zero? Community is too strong to me. There's too many people involved now. It's on too many different exchanges, especially the big ones. You have Binance, you have Coinbase, you have basically every single huge exchange that you can buy and sell and trade it on. You also have KuCoin. So to me, I don't see this going anywhere anytime soon. And I'm actually a contrarian on this one, Jerry. I think Shiba is on to outperform a lot of other cryptocurrency coins. But let's get right into the very next coin here, Jerry. Hex, your second favorite coin. I know you've had a few reviews and I've even made a dedicated review sharing with you why I am a believer in Hex. Tell us why Hex is an obvious going to zero crypto coin and obviously not going to make it in the long run. Well, Joe, I've seen so many comments in my channel saying, are you and Joe Paris not friends anymore? I'm like, it's fun. I think it's entertaining to have completely opposite points of view. And it's helpful. If you're thinking about buying Hex or holding it, you should hear both sides before going in. And I think Hex is an obvious go to zero play, at least on Ethereum, maybe on Pulse Chain. It could have a whole different story. But Hex on Ethereum has like 40 or $50 billion on the fully diluted market cap with only 300 and some thousand holders. Like you mentioned about Shiba Inu, that does have millions of holders, but Hex only has a few hundred thousand holders. The value per holder is huge on Hex and it literally does nothing. It's not like Ethereum where you can pay gas fees or Bitcoin, even Shiba Inu has all these, it has its things you can do with it, like the Shiba swap, Hex literally sits there and mints more Hex. And uh, that will work as long as you keep getting people to buy the Hex that has been minted on an exchange. And just like what you said about Shiba's on all these exchanges, Hex is not. People have to get stuck with Ethereum gas fees to buy Hex. And the more the gas fees go up, the more unusable Hex is. And I think the killer will actually be when, if, Pulse Chain ever comes out because once Pulse Chain is out and you can grab Hex on Pulse Chain, I think the Ethereum Hex just plunges to zero and uh, we may see Hex go up a whole bunch on Pulse Chain, but why is anybody going to use Hex on uh, Ethereum once Pulse Chain is out? Joe, I would love to hear again why uh, you think Hex will do well, especially after Pulse Chain is out and Hex on Ethereum, is it still viable? Well, Jerry, you make some incredible points as well, and they are very real concerns. Here is my prediction though, and I have not shared this prediction, what is going to happen after Pulse Chain launches? You're right, what's gonna happen to the ERC20 Hex? Who's gonna want that anymore? Isn't it just going to go to zero? Well, there's a chance that I believe we could see a mega crash, and you're absolutely right. However, there was something called Big Payday, Jerry. And if we take a look at the chart here, Big Payday was just a little blip. And you could see that there was a massive run-up when we saw a nice little run-up before Pulse Chain here. 
And then we saw a crash of about 70 or 80%. And then what happened was we had a recovery within literally a few weeks back up to all-time highs. So will we see an event similar to that? I believe we actually will, and here is why. Number one, Ethereum is the number one cryptocurrency blockchain in the world next to Bitcoin, if you want to argue that. But it's a completely different use case. And I believe that there are people who are whales that just will not sell hex. They don't care about the money. Like they just got in so early. They've made the profits that they're just holding hundreds of millions of it. And they just, they don't need to sell it. And you argue the use case for hex. And so let me share with you the real use case for it. And that is trustless yield. You see, everyone wants yield, Jerry. That's what they want more than anything. They want to put their money to work. They want passive income. Can you do that with Bitcoin? Well, you used to be able to do it. You still can a little bit with some of these centralized exchanges. We all know how that went. Hex is trustless. You own your own keys. You own your own crypto. The smart contract has been working flawlessly for over 1,200 days, 1,254 to be exact. Seven years is the average length that people have been staking as well. So that to me shows real conviction. Now you argue something that I think is actually overlooked in the opposite direction, the number of holders. There's only 300,000 holders. That to me presents opportunity. If there's a million in SHIB, why, you know, that's maybe not as going to go as high if, if it doesn't even go as high. Hex has been suppressed. Hex has been one of those very controversial cryptocurrency coins. And the reason why it's been so controversial, the founder, how it operates, and there's a bunch of other things that we've, you know, talked about in many other videos, like the liquidity and everything else. But to me, it's very misunderstood. And I think because it's misunderstood, it presents an opportunity. That does not mean, though, that it is not risky, Jerry. It is very, very risky and very, very volatile. In fact, if you take a look back at the chart, Hex pumped 10,000 times from its all-time low to its all-time high. That, to me, shows me that it could, if this is going to make it, and again, no one knows 100% for sure, but when you got stakers staking for seven years on average, I'm betting with that, look, we're just in a bear market, we're correcting here, and Pulse Chain is going to bring even more attention, even more eyeballs, and there's a chance, too, that it pairs, and there's parity one-to-one, -one. you're just basically going to be able to swap between Ethereum and Pulse Chain, and that, yeah, look, uh, I think there's always going to be a use for this. People want trustless yield forever, and I think that people are going to be willing to pay hundreds of dollars in gas fees for thousands of dollars worth of complete yield. And I do think that, yes, a lot of people are going to get washed out of Hex. They might sell like crazy and it might see this big red candle and it might just wash them out. But I think we could recover and do some mind-blowing numbers potentially. My targets would be like a dollar to $2 in the next bull market for Hex, which right now it's sitting at approximately 5.8 cents time of this recording. Could be approximately 20 to 50X. So I've given enough evidence, I think, and there's a whole video on my YouTube channel talking about this. But Jerry, let's get into the next cryptocurrency coin, Gala Games. Recently, it's been going through some things. You've kind of flip-flopped a little bit on Gala. Tell us about Gala Games and what your prediction is now. I have flip-flopped on Gala Games because I wanted to get some views on my channel. I made two videos saying Gala was not that good. Then I make a third one where I actually buy some Gala and I get tens of thousands of views on my new channel for buying Gala. And then I made the mistake of actually playing Spider Tanks. And Spider Tanks is one of Gala Games' two main games. It took me five minutes to actually even get a match. And then the game was kind of crappy. And I looked back at the market cap. I'm like, oh my God, 
This several hundred million dollar market cap is gonna all this hype and the actual games are not even that good. And they, uh, I hope Gala Games does well. I want that Battlestar Galactica game to be good because I love Battlestar Galactica. But to me, Gala Games is a piss poor investment right now because at best it's accurately valued and at worst case it's way overvalued. There's other gaming systems like Immutable X that are way ahead of Gala Games. They already have a layer two. They've already got great high quality games. They already have users. Gala to me is, it's just hyped for YouTube views and I don't see, they have lots of expenses. It looks like in the long term, this is going to be a failed startup. It's got too bloated and it's going to come collapsing in. Best case you could hope for probably is somebody else buys it and keeps using Gala. But as we saw lots of times, if your crypto gets bought, the if the company gets bought, the crypto itself is just destroyed. So I think Gala Games is going to get destroyed going forward. A bunch of money, a couple of crappy games, not looking good. Joe, tell me why you think I'm wrong with Gala Games. Well, Jerry... I actually agree with you more than a lot of the other cryptos that we talked about so far, because I do understand what you're saying. Is it overhyped? Is it overspeculated? And is there too much going on? And it just kind of hasn't really delivered much. I would agree, actually, with a lot of what you were saying, but I will disagree on one fact as an investor. And they're actually going to be doing a whole nother token here. And I think that could breathe new life into this project. You're basically going to get an airdrop of your old tokens, and it's going to be very similar value. I don't know all of the details of what's going to happen there, but I think it's going to breathe new life into this ecosystem. Now, also, it's only a $200 million market cap. Now, as an investor, that might sound like a lot, but truthfully, it's not compared to its all-time high was at 60, 70 cents. That was way too overvalued. I don't know if it would actually go back up that high, genuinely. It might not go that high in the bull market. But is this a billion-dollar market cap crypto? Absolutely, in my opinion. And the reason for it, again, has to do with its community. Over 400,000 followers over on Twitter. And they do have working products. They also have a store. If you look at the store right now, they have a ton of NFTs and new things that you can do with some of these games. Yes, and I understand that you're concerned with spider tanks. And you know the, the good news is, though, is that they have Townstar, they have The Walking Dead, they have Legacy, they have a lot more games coming. And you can see people are trading these for literally, you know, $500, $600, $200, you know, thousands of dollars for some of these, you know, in-game items. And right now, at the time of this recording, crypto gaming is not being talked about at all. But gaming is a multi-billion dollar industry. And when gaming comes back to crypto, I think it will at some point, this is going to be probably one of the first movers that absolutely goes crazy. Then from there, there's a lot of other games and things that can go uh, up as well. But is a lower risk, because nothing is 100% you know, not risky, a lower risk, high potential cryptocurrency. Gala, like you said, it has the hype and the marketing. People talk about it on YouTube. I don't know why they do. They just they chose that one. And maybe it's because you know they've heard a lot of people talking about it. And me personally, um, the concerns are the market cap though right now compared to the fully diluted market cap of 1.4 billion. Yes, that is a concern for sure. Uh, the nodes, I think also uh, it's, it's very inflationary right now, but there's a having just like the Bitcoin having. I am a little more skeptical on this one, Jerry. I will agree with you a little bit. However, I do think that there is potential for Gala and that is kind of my take. But speaking of next cryptocurrency coins, let's talk about Quant. Q-U-A-N-T. 
why do you think quant is the next overrated cryptocurrency coin that's way overhyped and I don't, and you don't know why people are even talking about this. Two things with Quant. One, all they do on their Twitter is post how great central bank digital currencies are. I overlooked that when I originally bought Quant and did a video about it because I saw that Quant was getting lots of views on crypto YouTube. And of course, I make a video about Quant saying I bought it and I get a ton of views. And then I do more research on it and I start thinking, do I really want to invest in a crypto that thinks central bank digital currencies are awesome and is constantly promoting those to its hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter. Central bank digital currencies are one of the most evil financial instruments we've ever seen before. And uh, even authoritarian governments like China are struggling to implement these successfully. Now, I uh, took my money out of quant. I do not want to support any crypto that is positive on CBDCs, especially since Quant is just an ERC-20 token. And the second thing about Quant that looks really bad is there's no actual use case for the token. They've put the token out there and Quant is supposedly a ledger, an enterprise solution to uh, an operating system to for enterprises to use blockchains altogether. And the only real reason to hold the token is because they say after they take payments in fiat money like US dollars, they're going to rebuy that with the quant token. So it's basically just a stock. There's no transacting it in terms of anything except trading it and speculating on it. So to me, this is a very dangerous thing to gamble with. And... Uh, the price is so high, it doesn't hit those psychological fundamentals for people like Shiba does, like Gala does, being under a dollar. And uh, I see no reason to hold Quant. It's worthless and in the long term. So, Joe, what do you see that's actually positive about Quant? Yeah, so let's talk about Quant and some of the positive things. First thing that I look at is tokenomics. And the market cap is $1.5 billion, which is not a microcap coin by any means but it's also fully diluted at $1.522 billion. So it's basically fully diluted market cap right now. The circulating supply and max supply are basically identical. So that means that you don't have to worry about, you know, VCs or, you know, insiders, whoever it might be, you know, dumping cryptocurrency coins all over the place. That is the fastest way to watch the price absolutely tank to zero. So that's one thing I actually do like is the tokenomics and Right now, I also do like the chart itself. It is in a very nice uptrend all the way since 2021. It went from $10 to approximately $300, $400 here. And I want to give some perspective of what could potentially happen with this crypto from the price perspective in the future. According to this educational guide, by the next five years, Jerry, we could see a value raise of over 275%. Uh, it's even the next year to $500 in the next bull market. And they're basically anticipating in the next five years here, $1,700 QNT token. And the reason why I do think that it could actually reach $1,700 in the next five years is just because of the adoption of crypto in general. I think personally for $100 right now, I think you're still so early that you almost can throw a dart at anything and it's going to go up. But I like the tokenomics. I like the fact that they do have marketing behind them. I also like the fact that there's not a lot of gatekeeping with this cryptocurrency coin. It's a top 100 coin right now. People have heard about it. 
And while it's a little bit older, you might not get these crazy astronomical gains that you can in some of these other coins. I don't think it's going to fail and just absolutely rug pull you as well. So those are some of the positives of quant from my perspective. But I do also see some of the uh, concerns that you have mentioned as well. Let's round it off, Jerry. The bad of one more cryptocurrency coin, Zen. I know we've talked about Zen. You made a lot of you know content about Zen. Why have you maybe you know changed your opinion a little bit on Zen crypto? As this has definitely been a trending coin in the last little bit. I recently, when I reorganized my portfolio, dumped my Zen on ETH. I had like a three x gain on it, and. I've dumped it for a couple of reasons. One, I've minted Zen on a whole bunch of other chains. I've got hundreds of millions of Zen coming just from doing little tiny mints on other chains. I see that if I'm understanding the roadmap correctly, one day I may be able to take my Zen from, say, Polygon, where it was cheap to mint, and burn that Zen onto a Zen Layer 1, and then perhaps could even burn it off or take it off and put it back on Ethereum, theoretically. I see that the Zen coins that are all across different blockchains may be unified one day. So I don't think for the long term holding Zen on Ethereum is a good move because while now it's expensive to mint with the gas fees and we may see some spikes in the Zen price in the short term, we absolutely could see a 5 or 10x in the short term. I don't want to hold stuff for short term. I want to just buy something and be able to sit on it and have almost no risk of losing and huge upside. Like to me, Bitcoin, Ethereum, I can buy those. It's unlikely they're going to go down that much. And I still could get, you know, 5, 10, 20 X's on those with little risk. So I see Zen, the risk, especially on Ethereum, is too high in a year or so that it just totally plunges if all these other zen chains merge together and you can cross convert them easily among you know polygon phantom etc and also zen is very early and very speculative it is less than a year old at this point it does have a massive community but what we've seen in crypto is things get real big real fast sometimes and then they just bleed to death and a few years later you don't remember what that coin is you were even talking about three years ago so I see that Zen, I'd rather just let my mints come in next year and I don't even need to hold any in the meantime. Last reason I am stuck with my Zen holding it on an exchange as well. I bought my Zen on Ethereum on MaxC because I didn't want to get stuck for $10 in gas fees to buy it. And I don't like leaving my crypto sitting on exchanges. That's worse than having money in the bank because my crypto could disappear off an exchange and I get the volatility of crypto as well. So if I'm holding crypto, I want to hold it off chain and I don't want to get hit for the gas fees to move it back and forth on Ethereum. So I would be interested to know why, what is your take on Zen, especially over the next year in the short term, especially on Ethereum? Well, here's my take on Zen and I've been very pro Zen ever since the beginning. The first reason is because of its fair principles. If there's anything in cryptocurrency we need more of, it's decentralization and fairness for everyone. We've seen so many bad actors between, you know, Celsius, Luna, uh, you know, FTX. We've seen all of this nonsense. And to me, the founder, Jack Levin, is really trying to do his absolute best and making it fair for everyone. I think that that is what crypto to me is all about. You get to make the decisions and choices. So right there, that's the foundation. I'm loving that. 
The second thing when it comes to the tokenomics, especially with Ethereum, is the burning. You can see right now the burn ratio is sitting right at 27% here on Zen Turbo. So what that shows us is that if I scroll down even more, and this is just particularly on Ethereum, that we are deflationary in some of these days. In fact, today at the time of this recording, the daily new liquidity for Zen is minus 3 billion Zen. So that to me is showing if there's less Zen to go around because people aren't minting it, and the reason why they're not minting it is because the gas costs are so high, that to me shows that it's just a basic supply and demand issue. If there's more demand and less supply, the number typically goes up. And that's what we've seen with Zen. Now, if you look at this chart, it's just been straight down ever since it was kind of incepted. And the reason why is because people just have been minting it for very low cost and they've been selling it at a profit. If people are in profit for mints, they're going to sell it. But that's starting to change and go away. We've seen with this meme coin season that that's changed. And so what's happened is, is it's given you a nice little run in Zen, which has gone up approximately 1,000% from its lows. So to me, that is where the opportunity is, is down here at the lows and selling at the highs. But in the long run, this minting will not last forever. It might take five years. It might take 10 years. But by year eight, there's no more minting. No more Zen. The inflation goes away. So we're just so early to this that I believe that if you just stick around, and you continue to do your research with this project, you literally, I believe, are setting yourself up for massive, massive potential upside gains. And well, that's never guaranteed. We've just seen with some of these other crypto coins and the fact that it's not only just on Ethereum, it's on all these other different chains. It's getting tons of different eyeballs. It's on uh, Pulse Chain's testnet v4 right now. So that's going to, you know, the Hex community is going to love that. They're going to, you know, love getting their copy. It's too big right now and it's going to grow exponentially. And that's something that you really got to look for in crypto, something called Metcalf's Law. Basically, things can go up crazy numbers out of nowhere, and it all depends upon how many new users. Zen, to me, has the chance out of any of these cryptocurrency coins, even besides the meme ones, to absolutely grab that mainstream attention because they are on all of these different blockchains. And now the founder has been on a lot of different cryptocurrency YouTube channels. He's a, uh, he has tons of followers. I do think that this is only the beginning of this. And I think mass adoption, when it does happen, Metcalf's law could kick in and this could absolutely skyrocket. Now, again, just a prediction. No one knows exactly what will happen. But that's what I think could potentially happen with Zen in the long run. So Jerry, thank you so much for being here in this video. Those are the goods and the bad, some of the biggest top trending cryptocurrency coins right now. Thank you for watching so far into this video. If you want more Joe Paris, I trust you will join me on Joe Paris Crypto on YouTube. If you want more crypto reviews from me, especially in the same spirit I shared these, I have a new Jerry Banfield Crypto Reviews channel where I only review crypto on that channel this has been a video uploaded to my main jerry banfield crypto channel and if you want the best experience with me i have a newly updated offering on jerrybanfield.com it's called jerry banfield university we now have weekly group calls an exclusive discord server which includes everybody from the crypto coaching community i was sharing before you get the ability to direct message me any questions you have anytime any altcoin you want me to review i'll take a look at it 
and you get 50 plus online courses that I've created all in this one single offering. Now, you might think this is going to cost a fortune. I should charge at least $1,000 for access to this, but if you click on let's go on jerrybanfield.com, you will see that you can hop in here for just $50 a month, and I guarantee you this will save you way more than that in uh, bad crypto investments, in finding new crypto investments you love, making connections, and uh, if you are a YouTuber or a content creator as well, I can help you all with that. If you'd like to hang out with us on Zoom each week, I'll be starting the group Zoom calls every week soon, and uh, I'm very excited to get to know more of you in there. Thanks a lot for watching to the end. I'll see you on the next video or in Jerry Banfield University.